And shout out to my doers, go-getters, and get-donners. This is the Cuss Podcast, serving up inspiration and motivation, one quote, one story, and one cup at a time. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Cups Podcast. It's your boy, Jay. Jay Davey, as some of my close friends know me. And for the rest of you, I'm probably just that guy who always has a cup in his hand. And for a small portion of you, you may not know me at all, which is why I encourage you to like and subscribe to the podcast, as well as follow the cups on Instagram at the underscore cups. But with that being said, cheers up to the cups. So story time. A couple Sundays ago while at church, the pastor was discussing this thing called peace. You know, that thing a lot of us are fiend for, but seems always out of reach. Well, what was interesting about his message was while he was encouraging the congregation to seek peace, he had a blank picture frame to the side of him. The pastor paused for a second, glanced over at the pictureless frame, and turned back to us and explained that this is what he calls the peace picture frame. And in that peace picture frame, he wanted us to imagine the portrait of someone who we knew we needed to seek peace with. This person could be someone who wronged you in the past. Perhaps it was an ex or a relative. Maybe it was an old friend or that random person who cut you off at the intersection. The point here is it needs to be someone you have grown anger, anxiety, or perhaps bitterness towards. So let's take the next couple seconds to try this exercise. But before we do that, I know the cups is all about spreading love and positivity, but this exercise will probably bring up feelings you don't want to experience while listening to me. But trust me, we are doing this for a reason. I want you to close your eyes. And if you're driving, keep them eyes on the road. Imagine a person or perhaps persons who you may have some bitterness towards, even hearing their name makes you cringe. Now, I want you to really focus on how that person makes you feel. Sad, angry, upset, anxious, frustrated. And finally, think about what led to this bitterness, anger, or lack of peace with them. Okay, so that was definitely heavy, so feel free to take your thoughts to a better place. Take a few breaths and hop back into the podcast when you're ready. I truly believe none of us set out to be bitter, but when our insecurities are attacked, when we trust too many times and too many times are burned by that trusting nature, our hearts begin to scar over. Seeking closure doesn't feel like an option for you, so you hold it in acting as if you found peace and are okay with just leaving the relationship on negative terms to save yourself the grief of trying again. Does this sound familiar? Maybe you've attempted in the past to reach out to that person, but your nerves got the better of you. Or, and this is a big or, you justified all your reasons on why you shouldn't reach out to them. They were the ones who hurt me, so it's their responsibility to reach out. I am the victim in the matter. Victims are created when we feel as if we have no control over the circumstances. The villain is the product of us holding strong to our own bias. Now, I'm not saying you are wrong to be upset with someone you believed did you wrong, but every human encounter involves at least two parties. Long story short, 
you are a part of the reason you are currently bitter. And the quickest way towards your own peace is to initiate it. After hearing that pastor's message on how it's our job to seek peace when the other party isn't, I was convicted to do just that. And I knew who I needed closure with. I had a friend I grew up with who was always there with me from kindergarten all through high school. But as we went off to college, slowly our relationship began to fade. A combination of different ideologies to decisions we both made eventually killed the relationship entirely. From my point of view, I thought I was doing everything right to try to stay in touch with him, but nothing was working. Our relationship at this point was completely superficial simply because we knew we would run into each other eventually since our families were still friends. It was better to pretend there was still a friendship there even though there wasn't. And this began to eat at me. I was confused on how we got here. I was frustrated that no matter what I did, the damage was done and I could no longer call him a brother, let alone a friend. So I accepted it for what it was. But where I made the mistake was placing myself as the victim of the story. True acceptance is acknowledging the faults and the roles you play in the outcome as well. I didn't do this. I accepted only his role. And when we do this, we can't find any peace. Just an open wound that has no chance of closing. And like any other wound, when it is left open and untreated, infection soon sets in. That infection was contempt, anger, and bitterness I had towards this individual. Perhaps you have felt or currently feel the same way. It could be towards someone else, an encounter that took place in the past, or maybe it's an internal struggle with yourself. So how do we overcome this? What is the antidote? By receiving, remembering, and releasing. I want you to receive the person, the circumstance, your internal struggle with open arms. This means that you are going to be 100% intentional with embracing the issue head on. That means you are going to face the emotions you have been holding back. It means you are going to at least attempt to resolve the issue with the person you have an issue with. It means that you realize you have had enough of this suffocating feeling. After you've received, I want you to remember. Remember the feelings that you held on to so long for no real good reason. But also, hold on to the lesson you have learned. Making peace with someone doesn't necessarily mean you will be friends with them. It is, though, for you to move on and to use what you learned from that situation to be ready to maneuver through the next challenges you may face. You are now well-equipped for an encounter that, in the past, left you vulnerable and weak. But as an optimist, if there is an opportunity to resurrect the relationship or correct the past mistake and develop a prosperous relationship, I want you to go for it. But don't necessarily make it your priority. It's much harder for us to redevelop a broken relationship than it is to break it in the first place. And I think most of us have learned that. So make your priority the peace you want to obtain for both you and the other party in the matter. And it needs to be intentional. If you truly want this peace for yourself, want it for them as well. After you have done this, I want you to release it all. Let go of what was and manifest all of your energy 
to what is. It is at this point you can be at peace with the past mistakes, bitterness, hatred, anxiety, the doubt, and the uneasiness. I believe peace comes in many forms, through both our tears and our smiles, our sobs and our laughter, because peace isn't happiness. Happiness is a state of being that comes and goes, while peace is a bit more complicated and much more rewarding. Peace is acceptance and being okay whether you face something negative or positive. You are free from trivial doubts and thoughts that hold us back. There is a tranquility and a balance and understanding in peace that goes past an emotional or mental experience that happiness may impose, but stems deeper into the soul. And no, I don't plan on taking you down a path of woo-saw and positive guru thinking, but in a practical sense, peace helps us find true joy and understanding in every situation. While experiencing an awful breakup a couple years ago, I received the person who I thought at the time was going to be my forever. I remembered the feelings and emotions in my heart that took place and how hurt I was at the time. And I began to release them, resulting in my ability to move past my season of love sickness and depression and towards more positive, fruitful relationships and experiences. Free from grudges or harsh words towards my exes. Instead, a mutual understanding that we were just better off seeing other people. That is peace. Maybe you're still struggling with this concept. That's okay. I struggle with it myself from time to time. And being a big visual guy, I want to leave you guys with this final story to help tie this all in. You see, one of our old family traditions on Sundays was heading over to the local Chopsticks Chinese takeout to grab a bowl of chicken fried rice. And I would always ask for one of those frustrating contraptions we call the finger trap or the Chinese handcuffs. Once your fingers are in that thing, no matter how hard you pull, you can't get your fingers out without ripping it apart by force. Maybe that's what some of you have done in your past relationships. Pulling and forcing the issue. Trying to control the situation to find your own superficial peace. But realizing you've only caused more damage. Like the key to getting out of the finger trap, we must push gently towards the other side, receive it, and slowly release until we are sprung from the trap. Don't force it, my people. This has been The Cups. Peace. The Cups Podcast is written and created by Justin Davis, accompanied with music and production by Joey Biancardi. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram for new episodes along with other updates and giveaways at the underscore cuffs.